Hey friend, I hope you are having a wonderful week. I am so glad you're back to join us for another episode of the SOS Mom Show. I'm your host, Jennifer McDaniel, and today we're going to be talking about this pantry that I just rearranged and organized and we added shelves and everything. So it was like a complete redo on this pantry and it was so much fun for me. So this was a pantry that is under the stairs and it had wire shelves that were just, they weren't even as long as the wall. So there was a lot of space that they weren't able to use. So what we did in that space was we ripped out those wire shelves and then we added shelves that went all the way to the wall. Now this wasn't under the stairs closet, so it was an angled wall. Um, on the right side, it was angled, but it, we were able to get an eight foot board, two eight foot shelves in there that went from one wall to the other. And then we started um, to just make them the same length as the, the wall adjusted <laughs> as it got narrow closer to the shelves. But we were able to give them so much more storage in there and wooden shelves are a thousand times easier to organize than the wire shelves because stuff sits level. It doesn't require it to be in a basket, but even the baskets fit better on the wooden shelves rather than the wire shelves. So we went from having, let me see if I can pull up this picture and I am going to share this in the Facebook group, I believe. So we had the wire shelves, they had five wire shelves and they were layered deep. So the shelves were about 17 inches deep, the wires, and they had layers of things that were in there. And so it was really a bit of a challenge to find what you were looking for because you had to go deep to get to it. Um, and everything was piled into this small section. I don't think it was even four feet wide for the shelves and they were under four feet width. And they were just basic standard wire shelves. And then they had added a tiny short bookshelf in the back of the closet. But because of the angled ceiling, they cut off about six to eight inches of storage or room in there with adding that bookshelf because there was no way to push it deeper. So with adding the custom shelves, they were able to have so much more room. This is a family that hosts a lot. They cater meals. They take meals to people a lot. And they do so much for other people. So they have a lot of disposable dishes. So we had, we were able to organize all of that. They had them kind of mixed in just because, you know, when you host something, you have some leftovers from that set that you would just have to find a place for. Um, you know, when you have the pretty stuff, the, you know, the, uh, themed napkins or anything like that. So they're going to have their own patterns and things. And so you just have a few of those. And then, so you put those in one place and then you put the other ones in a different place. And that's kind of how it was set up in the pantry. So in our organization, we took everything out. We took out the wire shelves and originally we were just going to add in some more shelves beside the wire set. But once we got in there, we realized that it really did need to just be redone. Like those shelves just were not very wide and they needed to just be removed and added wood. So I was so excited when the clients agreed that they would go with that plan 
and I had sent them um, a workup for you know the proposal for both options. So they had the option for just adding the shelves beside it and leaving the original shelves, and also the workup um, plan for taking it all down and adding all new shelves. And I sent them the items I was I would like to use that would be my preference, and I sent them a couple of options for baskets and different things. So what we were able to do, and literally we ripped it out in one evening and came back the next morning and we not only painted and patched and added the shelves and organized and had the entire closet set up in one day. It was amazing. It was so amazing. It was so much fun. So we had, when we finished, the closet just looked so beautiful. It had on the bottom... We had deep baskets that held cups, plates, napkins, um, silverware, the things that you would use for hosting. So we had those all across the bottom shelf. The next shelf was quite narrow, but it fit perfectly the baskets that she already had that had the household things that needed to be in there. So we have the command hooks and the batteries and, um, you know, your Sharpies and labels and that sort of thing. Those were in there nice and neat. We had the party snacks, you know, the individually wrapped snacks and things that you would pull out for when you're hosting. We had all of the different things categorized and set up on the shelf. And then your baking stuff and your cooking stuff. And there are everyday go-to snacks that needed to be the most convenient. And we got little baskets that matched and just made the whole thing look so much better. I even grabbed a Lazy Susan and a can stacker to add on the shelf. Now the can stackers, they do not work on the wire shelves. They have to have a flat solid surface. All of her cans were on a flat tray and you really had to go and move the cans around to see what you had. You couldn't tell what you had just by looking. Um, You had to actually move them and touch them and (laughs) rearrange it so you could find what you were looking for. And you know, that just takes a lot of time. Every week when you're trying to find something. Anytime you go in there to cook, you can't find what you're looking for. And that causes stress on a regular basis. Um, just looking in her pantry, it, it looked like uh, it caused frustration every time she went in there looking for something before. You couldn't tell what all you had. We have some snacks over here, some snacks over here, boxes here of baking, you know, some box mixes or something in boxes on this shelf and some on this shelf. And then we had the napkins in three different places and things where it was kind of set up. It made sense how she had had it and why she was using it that way because she didn't have the proper storage space. The, The closet just was not very functional. So she was using it the best that it was usable the way that it was. Now, I don't always encourage people to get baskets and things. A lot of times we can work with no baskets at all, but visually when you are looking at a space that feels really cluttered and it really feels like you are unable to find things and it's mixed in and then each one of your containers looks different, it it feels cluttered, it feels busy. And it can be very distracting just looking in, trying to find things. So what I like to do 
when we are working with that and it does make it a lot easier when you come back and you have just nice, clean, simple storage. And so that is what we ended up doing. We did just a really simple storage solution and I did add some baskets in there because without the baskets, things were going to have to be on different, in different places. The baskets help to contain like items with like items. And so, especially for the party stuff, um, you know, the disposable tableware, any of that stuff, containing that in its own basket made it so easy to be able to pull it out and find what you need. Um, not every house has this. A lot of times we can fit all of the disposable stuff into one basket, but if you're doing multiple hosting events every week and every month in your home, you're going to need a lot more items. And honestly, every household is different. Many households, they only use disposable stuff. Some households never cook. And so the things in their pantry would just be, um, just snacky stuff. And some families have lots of children. You have to organize differently based on who uses the space, what your routines are, how your family thinks about things. For a lot of people, if you put it in a basket and you can't see what's in there, they're never touching it again. It will stay in there. You will have 10-year-old expired food in those baskets because they can't see in. Some people, they only look for the items in their pantry from their original container. So if you had cereal in a cereal box, for example, Lucky Charms, because we can see what it looks like, right? So you have your Lucky Charms in the cereal box, and that's what you're looking for when you go in the pantry and you don't see it because they took it out of the cereal box and put it in a container that's clear so you can only see the actual cereal and not the label. That makes it... Um, it makes it a real learning adjustment for some people. And for some people, they'll be doing that for two months before they figure out, oh, we've decanted it. Oh, I forgot. So the first time they go in there, every time, you know, every single day for two months, when they open that, they're looking for that box or that bag of chips and they don't find it because it's now in a container and that can cause a lot of frustration and stress. So we have to think about who's using it. And if we have to have it in the bath, in the original box, with the brightness and the label. And you know, when those boxes are purchased, they're quite full, they're large, and then, you know, towards the end of the box, it's a huge item taking up space that really you have a handful of snacks, you know, a, a bowl full of food in. And so it can feel like your pantry is really full, but when you take all those boxes out, sometimes you have a lot more space. And the same for individually packaged items. Sometimes those boxes are just so much space. But if we take them and put them into a basket on a narrow shelf or stacking containers that are clear, you can still see what it is. You can still get to what it is because those bulk boxes take up so much space in your pantry and they can make it feel like there's no room. Most of the time when I see this in the pantry with the bulk boxes, they're on the floor almost every time. And that can feel really cluttered and stressful. And it can feel like you don't have enough room in your pantry, even though once we remove those boxes, a lot of times we can fit everything in and it, and it looks like it still has extra space. So 
And that's without changing the shelves or just, or anything, just using what you already have. It just depends on what you're using. And I know I go through seasons in my pantry with my children in the summer. We have completely different foods than we do in the school year. Um, and in the winter at Christmas, we do a lot more baking. So I need more room for baking and less room for school snacks. Um, so we just kind of rotate through different things. And I, th- I believe every family goes through that, you know, during different seasons, we have other people in our homes more, we're home more, um, in the winter, we prefer different foods than we do in the summer. I definitely prefer a lot more salads in the summertime and I want a more hearty stew with the root vegetables and things in the winter. That's just what I prefer. But every family has the same things. We go through seasons where we just want a little bit more of this type of food than this type of food. And that requires some flexibility with our storage. So with this pantry that I did this week, I wanted to make sure that we had room for that flexibility. Sometimes we're going to have a lot of this type of snack and other times we're going to have a lot more of this type of snack. So making sure that we have room to fit those items in. Now in this pantry, we did not do any decanting, none at all, but I did do two easy to reach into baskets. So they had higher sides and backs, and then the front was scooped down Um, cut out kind of section so that you could reach in and grab your snacks and you could easily see what was in there, but it had a larger space to keep it contained because the boxes that it was in before was like a shoebox size. And so it was kind of overflowing and it felt crowded and stuffed into the shoebox. So giving it a larger basket that was just slightly larger, gave it more breathing room and more, um, it just looked cleaner and more simple in the space. And I will, um, I hope I can share those pictures on the Facebook group for you to see, but I just, when you're looking in your pantry and I've done this in so many different homes, uh, at this point, I mean, I've done single residents, you know, elderly, I've done, um, children galore, just babies, um, just single adults and just newlywed couples, just teenagers, you know, adults and teenagers, but the teenagers are the only ones that are getting into this cabinet. So how do we need to arrange it? Um, and, and also for families who've just gone from the baby stage and now their child is wanting to be independent, but they only have the one child. How can we give them the independence to be able to get to what they want without you having to get every single snack for them and do everything for them? We need to be able to set it up so that they can use their home as well and that we as moms can sit down and smile and watch them learning how to do things on their own. I've loved, (laughs) I've loved watching my children figure things out on their own. That's one of my favorite things. They, um, they just watching them learn how to pour that cereal. Yes, they're going to spill stuff. Yes, they're going to spill the milk a little bit when they are pouring it but it's learning. We did too when we were little. Um, But when you're in that stage and you have those tiny skinny little baby arms that are trying to pour an entire gallon of milk, maybe instead of buying the gallon of milk, you buy the smaller half gallon of milk just for that child to use. It's got a handle on it. It's a lot lighter weight so they can pour it easier. And sometimes you can just get those once, clean them out, reuse them. So just pour a little milk in there, or you can get your own pitcher 
and use something else that you already have at home. Or some beautiful, I've seen some beautiful decanted kinds of um, pitchers and things for milk jugs and juices and things that you can use in your refrigerator that are clear and easy to use and they just have a symmetrical look and it's beautiful. That works for some people. It doesn't work for others. For my family, it's not worth the investment because sometimes we don't have milk at all. And other times we have three different types of milk. It just depends on what works for you and what works for your family. What's going to be the easiest thing for your family in this season? Um, and how can we make it the most functional? Number one, I want all of the things that I'm going to be looking for when I'm making dinner pretty close together. I don't want to have to go to the very top of the back of the pantry and the bottom under the shelves and, you know, two or three other shelves at the same, you know, to get the same meal. When I'm making dinner, I want to go to one section of the pantry, maybe two different shelves and grab the items that I need. So for my pantry, what I have is I have my potatoes and onions and that sort of thing on one shelf in one space. Um, my pasta and rice is beside that. It's easy to grab. We have a very narrow pantry um, in this house. We have a huge five bedroom house, but it only has a tiny, I don't think that I could put my hands together and touch. I think if I put my hands together um, with my arms bent, I, I would be touching with my elbows, both walls of the pantry. It is a single door width. That's it. There's no extra space. It doesn't go in any, <laughs> um, and then just the shelf depth and that's it. That's all the space that we have. And there's one, two, three, four, four shelves in there. So there really is not a lot of room in this pantry, but I've made it work. So we have the overstock bulk items, the bags of chips, um, the cereal, the, the extra items that I don't want open right now. Those are up in the very top in baskets. The next shelf has the stuff that the kids never use. So they're not making rice and potatoes and, and pasta and onions. They're not using those items. So those are on the next shelf. And then the next shelf has cans and boxes. So it has all of our canned vegetables and, um, you know, your pump canned pumpkin and different things that we have that the kids may use. My teenager definitely uses those. Um, and then the bottom shelf is all of the things that my younger children get to all the time. So their snacks, their macaroni and cheese that they make, um, just different things that they are going to get to the packets of tuna, you know, what are the things that they are going to get to that's on the bottom shelf so they can reach it easily. And it's not in my way when I'm trying to get to my dinner prep. So for dinner, what am I going to get to in the pantry? I'm going to get to the shelf that has my pasta, rice, potatoes, onions, garlic, that sort of stuff that I would make with dinner. And then possibly some of my canned items if I'm not just using fresh produce, right? Those are the things that I'm going to get to in my pantry when I'm making dinner. So it's two shelves. I don't have to go up and down. I don't have to crouch and stretch at this, you know, in the same um, meal prep situation. I'm getting just what I need in one easy, simple fluid motion and back to the stove, the countertop, wherever I'm prepping. I think these through in every space that I'm organizing so that it's working and functional for everybody. 
who's definitely not going to use these items? Well, let's make sure that their stuff that they are going to use isn't blocked by these items, right? I don't want hubby's snacks to be blocked by the huge bag, 10 pound bag of potatoes, because he's going to be looking for his snacks when he comes in. The rare times that he's in the pantry, he's not looking for potatoes, right? He's looking for something that he can get while he's waiting for dinner to finish or to take with him to work. And none of those things are going to be including potatoes. So those are out of his way. <laughs> They're not going to be for him. Um, but my husband also does cook. So I need to make sure that he can find the things that he needs as well. My All of my children cook. All of them. They all will bake. They all will cook. So I need to make sure that the things that they're going to use are easy to get to. Easy to use and making it really functional for them to prioritize and not knock stuff down and have it in the way of what they're trying to get to. Okay, so for this other pantry, finishing it up, I did use a Lazy Susan because I felt like that was the easiest way to keep all of her condiments together, her sauces and that sort of thing. They were kind of getting lost in her pantry before. They were mixed in with the cans. There were some in another basket down near the coffees and teas, and they weren't easy to find every time. So I want to make sure that everything that you're looking for is going to be easy to find. So that when your guests are over, you have family visiting from out of town and they need to find something or they're helping you cook and you need to send them back in the pantry to grab something because you're still in the midst of can't leave this right now. <laughs> grab that. It's in the pantry on the shelf. They can see exactly where it might be. They can see that all of the, the bottles and that shape of item is on that Lazy Susan and they can likely find it quickly. There's no bottles mixed in anywhere else. It's easy. The other thing was when you are using the pantry space, the stuff that you use on a daily, weekly basis needs to be in the most convenient spots. Those need to be shoulder to knees, easy to get to spots for those items every single time. The things that you don't use daily, weekly, those things can go below your knees and above your shoulders, and then even back in the corner in this under the stairs pantry. So the things that they weren't using on a regular basis, they had some serving trays, some, um, some bigger party buckets that you would put for decor or to serve things in. And those things are in the pantry still in the space where they need to be. However, they are tucked back in the back. You can still see them. You can still get to them but they're not in your everyday space. So you don't have to move anything to get to what you need today. And that's what I want for my clients, for anyone listening. If you are working on your pantry or if your pantry has stuff or you have to do a shuffle every time you get in there trying to look for something or you go in there and you're trying to put your food away and you realize that you actually have five of the same item because you couldn't find it before. Most of the time, it's because you don't have like items together. Um, an example would be um, bags of rice. We'll just say that. So maybe you just have the small bags of rice and you didn't realize that they were hiding behind that box of cereal and you had a whole stack of them. So you bought two more bags of rice and now you have 
five bags of rice and you're trying to figure out where are you even going to keep all these five bags of rice and how long is it going to take you to use them up? This is just a simple example. Ketchup would be another one or some sort of condiment where it didn't get put where it should have been. It was like laid on its side, behind something, under something, and you can't find it. So when we're looking at that, it makes it a lot easier to know that all of your condiments are together. If you have a large family, like I do, um, the Lazy Susan has not been most practical to me. I don't have a huge pantry to work with, and when I have, I've had the wire shelves. So (laughs) the Lazy Susan gets a little wobbly on a wire shelf. So I have not done those. I have done baskets for those. So I put all of the condiments in a basket and put them in the shelf in the corner so that we could go there before we went to the store. Make sure we don't have any extra ketchups in there or jelly or peanut butter, whatever it is, the extra items that we would potentially be shopping for. Check there first. That's our overflow basket, our overstock, or our check first before we go to the store. If you don't have that set up in your pantry so you don't know to check it, it's so easy to not realize that you have three cans of the same thing that you use once a year maybe one can once a year, and you have three cans because you wanted to make sure you had it, but (laughs) it just got lost in there. And they're all still in date, but what are you going to do? How are you going to make all of these things not be wasted? And how are we going to keep from doing that again? Because when we aren't able to find the things, we're going to end up wasting, number one, our time. We are going to waste our time by not being able to find things. We are also going to waste our money by repurchasing things that we couldn't find, knowing we have them, or finding out after we've repurchased that we already had it. I see that in almost every home I go in. So I want you to make sure when you go into your pantry, and it doesn't matter how big or how small it is, you can still put like items together. And if you're using a tiny, small wire shelf closet like I have, Baskets are really helpful to keep things contained together. I love baskets for containing things. All of my bottles and jars can all be in a basket together on the shelf. So I know to look there first and make it really easy to find them and know that I don't have it so that I can go to add that to my grocery list. The other thing is when we have stuff that we use all the time and we have to lean and stretch to get to it. Yes, leaning and stretching, stretching is excellent for you. But if you're having to do that, are you more likely to not use that item because it's inconvenient? Yes, you are. Certainly your family is. Um, Absolutely, your husband is, right? (laughs) For most of us, our husbands, our teenagers, they're just going to open the new bag of chips because they know where to find it because they couldn't see or the other bag of chips was behind stuff and they were going to have to move stuff to get to it. So they're going to open the new one and you're going to have six bags of the same thing open. And most of them are crumbs and the other ones and nobody wants them. And now they're trash. So how can we prevent these problems in our own pantries and make it easy is by keeping things together. And in this other pantry, the other basket beside her husband's snacks had the already open snacks that she hosts with. So she opened a bag of this sort of thing then this is her use first basket. So eat first basket. 
um, or use first or start here, right? We need to look here first. Can we use anything that's in this basket before we go to something new, open a new box or whatever? These are the ones we need to prioritize using first. So I have those two baskets front and center. So they're easy to get to and they're in your face. So you can't miss them. They're not hiding in a basket deep. You can still see into this basket because of the shape of it. So it's in your face. Oh, I need to use these first. It's a visual reminder um, that just reminds you to check here. And it reminds you um, that this is where you need to be. Try this first and make it really simple. So the stuff that's open, when we have an open bag of chips or pretzels or whatever we have in the house, I use a little clothespin clip and I put it on the bottom shelf for my children. And if it's open and we just have a handful, we have four children, teenage boys. This is, it's going to go fast. Like those aren't going to still be there next week. They're gone. (laughs) Usually in three days, they're gone. I don't even use a basket with that. I just kind of lean it next to the mac and cheese and they're gone. So that's how I've done things for my family and for my clients. And I want you to think about that when you're doing your pantries as well. And if you really are stuck and you just need someone to help you come up with a plan, book yourself an SOS call and let's get that planned out. I can even give you product recommendations. I can share with you the exact products I've used um, and help you to be able to organize your space, no matter how big or small. Even if you don't have a pantry at all, I've organized kitchens with no pantry at all. We still have to make room for the food, right? Our kitchens have to have food in them. (laughs) So how can we make it work with what we have within our budget and keeping it with as few motions as possible to finish the task? I want you to be able to grab your stuff, get your cutting board and your knife and lay it there. Or do you have to pass the sink? And so you're going to cut it over there. Like where does your flow need to be? I don't want you to have to zigzag all around the kitchen to do one simple task. I want to make it as easy as possible for you. So if you need some help with that, get yourself an SOS call and let's do it. I hope you guys have an awesome week. I hope you are preparing for the holidays. We've got so much coming up and I'm so excited to have you here with me. If you haven't yet, please leave a review for the show. I would love to hear how this show has helped you. Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Hey friend, thanks for listening to this episode of the SOS Mom Show. I hope that you have been inspired and feel less overwhelmed and able to take on your projects at home after listening to this show. If you want more of the behind the scenes and to connect with me, you can find me in the Facebook group at the SOS Mom Show, that's in Facebook groups, or email me at hello at the SOSmom.com. I will be there waiting to answer your questions and to help you simplify, organize, and style your home and your life. I am praying for you. I hope you have a blessed day. I'll talk to you real soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. Did I say it right?